0: On. it's time for wolverines weekly conversations with wdc coaches and athletes let's hustle to it
1: welcome back to wolverines weekly my name is cj Baumgartner. we have a lot to talk about today with the wadena deer creek head coaches including talking with a couple about playoffs yeah i'm not kidding you playoffs. That's what we're talking about in Wolverines Weekly. First, we're going to talk with Wadena Deer Creek Head Boys Basketball Coach Kevin Toomberg next.
0: Play ball. Booyah. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Up next on Wolverines
1: Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Head Boys Basketball Coach Kevin Toomberg and coaches we talk. Uh, we're just coming off kind of the presses of a 98 point uh, victory against Managa on Thursday night. Uh, just talk about what was going well for your team.
2: Yeah, the boys came out firing. Um, you know, last last week was a, a tough week for us. Um, we dropped two or three games last week w- uh, with Henning and Pillager, and then we uh, beat Crookson and then um, dropped to West Central on Tuesday where I felt last week that we weren't really playing with a ton of confidence. Um, our energy just seemed down. So I don't know if it was just a little uh, mid-season rut or what, it, whatever it was. Um, but in practice this week, we've just talked a lot about uh, looking for your shots and Having confidence when you get your shot and uh, just playing overall with confidence, and the boys definitely had that last night. Um, Kind of firing on all cylinders, getting big stops on defense on the defensive end, uh, and then pushing that up into transition offense, which uh, transition is kind of where I feel uh, that our team is the scariest. Uh, We can just kind of all five guys can run, all five guys can score, Um, so it's really tough for teams to to defend that in open open court. Um, You know, and we were. We were on fire last night. A lot of guys making shots and uh, staying hot, and hopefully we can carry that into tonight's game against Pelican.
1: Yeah, you know, Peyton Church, I think, had 24 points going into halftime. You guys had 50-plus points going into the intermission. And, you know, I think, you know, most days you'd look at that and say, all right, that's a respectable or at least a number that you could see yourself ending the game with to go into that with the second half. And like you talked about, uh, everybody just kind of couldn't miss in that second half. And, you know, when you have your nights like that, how do you try and carry that over as a coach, like you said, into another game where you're facing a good team in Pelican? Obviously, momentum can be a tricky thing, but how do you try and capture what worked the night before and get it into the next game
2: yeah we uh it, it was fortunate for us too um with it beat a back-to-back games here uh that most of the the starting five they were i think all subbed out of the game by like the 10 minute mark or nine minute mark whatever it might have been um so those guys should be it should be pretty fresh it's not like i um, having to come off like a double overtime game the night before where maybe the legs aren't with them um so that that could help us a lot big time um but it's gonna be a lot of just the same message of you just gotta go and play with confidence um, hopefully that energy, uh, everybody just had a bunch of energy last night. I don't know if it was because of a doubleheader or w- what it was, but um, we definitely had it last night where we need to be able to bring that um, right from the opening tip. Uh, you know, We got guys like uh, Nate Peterson, who I've always kind of said, uh, Nate's kind of our energy guy. Um, he's the one that kind of gets us going, and he got an, got an early bucket in there early and one against Monaga, and he was just talking nonstop, whether he was on the court or on the bench. Um, and our guys really feed off that. When guys are talking, guys are making a lot of noise, um, for each other, um, where, like I said earlier last week and earlier this week, we didn't necessarily have that, um, but hopefully we we found that uh, when we were going on some five, six game win streaks uh, last uh, or earlier this season, excuse me. Uh, that's the, those are the types of things that were happening. So hopefully we can carry that into tonight.
1: You mentioned that kind of being able to talk and being able to get things going. What does that look like? Is it just talking up to teammates, saying, "Hey, let's go"? Is it, you know, just saying something completely out of the blue to kind of take everybody to kind of relieve some pressure? What does that look like when when things are going right for Nate?
2: Yeah, Nate. Uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to tell because it's not something that uh, just happens. You know, he doesn't do it every single game. Which um, I've had talks with him, The assistants have had talks with him that. Um, you you just being vocal, Nate, and you being, you know, getting after your teammates in a positive way and um, just being that positive uh, voice out there for us and that loud voice for us. Um, it's something that uh, nobody can take from you. I mean, that's one of those control of things you can control and you can definitely control that. There's nothing that um, is stopping you from doing that. Um, so a lot of times it's, I don't know if it's, if we, we can get him a quick bucket or whatever it is that he's just feeling that, that energy, feeling that momentum. Um, but you know, whatever whatever it is, we're 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 going to need that again uh, as we move forward here throughout the the end of the regular season and, and, and into the postseason. So hopefully he's ready to bring a lot of noise and energy.
1: With your schedule kind of towards the end of this season and kind of looking at it, you guys have had some good opponents throughout the year, but it feels like a few of them are kind of stacking up towards the end. And, you know, uh, as a coach, is that kind of what you want? Do you want to be able to play those tougher teams and kind of ramp yourself up as the season ends?
2: yeah i think uh, I think we have a pretty good schedule. um it's been a, I mean definitely a challenging schedule. Uh, it's been one of those one of those years and we're going into these last couple of years where um we knew we'd have a pretty decent team, so all of our non conference games um you know we want to be playing top teams from other sections or from our own section um just to kind of see where we stack up. Um, you know I, I do think there's a little bit of a benefit to playing um some of those top teams, you know, like a pelican who's the number one in our section we play them tomorrow or tonight. Um, West Central, who was number two in 2A, we play them on Tuesday. Um, Playing in DGF, another team that's ahead of us, we play them in a couple of weeks here. Uh, where there, It is nice to play them later in the season rather than right away, because I feel like right away in December, early January, um, you're still kind of trying to figure out what you are and what you have. Um, but by this point, you, you know what you got. And to see kind of where you stack up, um, it's fun to see, you know, tonight with Pelican, uh, if it's uh, a win, a loss, if it's close game, a blow, whatever it might be, um, it's nice to know that we just play them now in case we play them in a month from now in the playoffs, that, hey, here's what we did wrong, here's what we did right, or just giving us that confidence, hey, you can. they're the number one seed, and you can play with anybody. Um, so it's it's nice to be able to to kind of have those big section games later in the season. Um, you know, we are, I, I do think the boys are a little bit gassed. Um, you know, we, we aren't the... The deepest team, if you've ever seen us warming up, we only dress 10 guys. Um, you know, and this is our, our third consecutive week uh, with three games a week where there's just not a lot of uh, breathing room or no days you can kind of give the guys off to just kind of um, recover, or recoup themselves. So they're definitely grinding it out here. Um, but next week we only have one game. Um, you know, so we'll have, we'll have plenty of time to get our legs under us before playoffs.
1: We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Head Boys Basketball Coach Kevin Toomberg. Hey, Coach, best of luck, and we look forward to talking with you on all those games next week. All right, thanks, TJ. Time for a break, but when we return from the intermission, we'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek Girls Basketball Coach Jordan Cressup next on Wolverines Weekly. We're
0: back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena
1: Deer Creek Head Girls Basketball Coach Jordan Cressip and coach another week in the books just tell us how things went for your team.
3: Yeah, it's it's been a it's a tough week this week. Um a couple of very very challenging matchups with Pelican Rapids on on Monday. Um they're, you know, obviously traditionally good and a top 10 team in the state. And we we battled them. I thought we were, you know, we were right there. And then they just kind of pulled away in the second half, um, with, with Corf kind of just taking over. Um, but we, we did some good things. And then, um, of course, Monaga last night, they're, you know, 22, 23 and one and are playing really, really, really good basketball and they can beat you in so many different ways. And I thought we battled them tough as well. I thought our, our defensive effort was good. We, uh, stuck to the game plan pretty well. Um, just kind of a high count of, of turnovers there, especially midway through the second half, and then um, didn't, didn't, you know, shoot all that well. So, um, you know, they kind of pulled away there in the second half. But, uh, again, a good good challenge for us. It's always good to play those good teams. And then speak Spica tonight will be a, another good matchup for us.
1: Yeah, and you know, you mentioned that getting to play two of the top 4 teams in section 8AA and you know obviously, you know playing them the same week, maybe you want to space it out a little bit, but towards the end of the season, that's kind of what you want, right? Is to play some of those top teams and help try and raise your play because section playoffs aren't too far away.
3: Right, right. Um, that's exactly what you want to do is is play the the toughest team um, toughest teams at the end of the year when um, you kind of are figuring things out and have figured A lot of things out and are kind of are who you are, I guess. And, um, you just kind of duke it out that way. And you, you learn a lot of things, whether you, you win or lose, obviously you want to win each of these games and, um, you know, get a, get a better seed, and, um, you know, get ourselves in a better position going into the playoffs. But, you know, you learn a lot when you, when you lose and we have some, some resilient kids and, uh, despite losing a couple here, I feel like we're we're still taking things in stride and and looking at what we can improve on and, and uh, getting better.
1: You know, in that Monaga game specifically, there was a period early on, that first quarter of the game, you know, it was neck and neck, kind of back and forth, and Monaga went on a 12-0 run, and that kind of spaced him out a little bit there uh, for the early part, but You know, I thought outside of that in that first half, you guys were right there with them. Outside of that twelve 0 run, how do you, as a coach, kind of process that of going? You know, you take out this little section of the game, and it's pretty much neck and neck, and we're right there with them every step of the way. But also, that you know, twelve 0 run period does exist in the game. How do you, as a coach, kind of balance balance out those two different parts and try and take away the good with the bad?
3: Yeah, uh, that's exactly it. We were we were right there. um, You know, that most of that first half, and then. Like you said, it was just a couple of plays here and there. And, and really, we just, we just really, you know, look specifically at what happened um, and what led to, to those big leads. And I think it was, it was a few careless turnovers they put on the press and we got a little bit frazzled, um, you know, with a couple of turnovers and, which led to, to buckets on their end. But um, really it was just kind of a lid on the basket. I feel like we were getting good looks offensively. Um, getting our, our our good shooters, good shots, and we were just we weren't knocking them down, um, and and that affects things. You know, when you're knocking shots down, that that improves your your energy on defense, and um, we just couldn't uh, get any sort of run going on on offense. You know, um, it, you know, Monaga is a team that won't slip up much, but when they did, we had opportunities, and we just could not take advantage missing uh, you know a couple bunnies and and so on and so forth so um we kind of look at a Monaga team as as a team that we aspire to be um in a lot of ways you know um they're contesting shots vertically um you know and and making things very difficult on us and making it tough for us to finish and for us we are um kind of swatting and getting some some undisciplined fouls and um, you know not guarding our yard very well. So um, it's it's a good learning experience.
1: Talk about this week's Wolverine Player Spotlight, Montana Karsten. I mean, she's had a great season, has really developed this season and came along kind of rounding out those parts of her game. But obviously the three-point shooting has been her calling card. Just how important has she been to your team this season?
3: Incredibly, in, and in so many different ways. She kind of does, a little bit of everything for us. Um, and that's, that's quite the burden, you know, our, that's quite the, uh, the responsibility, you know, she's, she's our, our, our go-to shooter. Um, and she's really shooting the ball well as of late. And that's been great to see, see her confidence rising and rising. Um, but not only that, she's, she is still, you know, developing her game and, um, and improving in, in different areas. Like, She's really gotten better at attacking the basket, and, you know, attacking those those tight closeouts that she gets because she's a shooter. Um, she's, you know, our point guard, so she handles the ball, um, sees a lot of full court pressure, and and handles it greatly. Um, and then she's she's one of our go to defenders as well. Um, and you know, she's always into the game plan and always understands what we're running as far as the different systems and different plays we run there's never a time where she's like lost or confused so um she's just such a focused and uh you know resilient player that it's uh it's hard to take her off the floor you know it's uh it's been a great year for her and hopefully we can keep it going
1: Last question for you here, Coach. You got two more games left, both on the road, one in the Park Region Conference, one in Section 8 AA. What's the message uh, to your team in these final two games of the season? What are you guys trying to work on as you trying to try and ascend going into the postseason?
3: Yeah, just to keep things positive. Um, you know, you can kind of get uh, lost in the in the results of things and the outcomes and the, the losses and the, the wins and some, some losses are, are better than others and some wins are better than others, but, um, really it just boils down to us believing in ourselves, um, each individual believing in in what each player is capable of, um, finding that confidence, um, you know, finding those couple things you can do in every game that, um, you can control and that's how you, you gain confidence. And, um, we are, you know, developing as players and, um, becoming more and more confident. And that's ultimately what you want to have happen, you know, as you roll into playoffs.
1: We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek, head girls, basketball coach, Jordan Cressup. Hey coach, best of luck. And we look forward to talking with you next week. And we're already going to be talking about playoffs.
0: Yeah. Thank you, CJ. Appreciate it. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines weekly.
1: Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wallum, and coach, a busy week last week. Just to talk about what was going on with the wrestlers.
4: Uh, last week was a very busy week. We had the boys finishing up their regular season up in Rozo, and then that uh, same night the girls were competing in their individual sectional tournament in Bemidji.
1: Yeah, and uh, going back to the to the section wrestling meet in Bemidji uh, for the girls, uh, just with that meet, just kind of give us the recap. How did things go?
4: Uh, they had an no outstanding tournament. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have any girls qualify for state this year, but I don't want that to, you know, that to undermine the success the girls had at that tournament and all season long. Uh, they really did good. Charlie Snyder uh, finished fourth in the section. And uh, Kaylee Endress, Endress finished third in her weight class, which was actually the largest uh, weight class there in terms of the amount of entrance. So she had a very large bracket. Um, Faith Koning took six. Uh, Chloe Hammis uh, competed hard, but she did not place. And then Ella Wigshide took four. No, I think fourth.
1: Yeah, and you uh, know, Off the top of my head. It kind of goes to the testament, too, of just uh, the popularity of girls wrestling over the last even few years. How have you seen that uh, kind of grow since it started out a few years ago, uh, getting sanctioned?
4: Well, I think in just uh, terms of numbers, obviously the numbers have, you know, just doubled year over year, um, which is awesome to see. And it's added, you know, just logistical things to the mix, um, you know, for the tournaments and whatnot. But the competition has, tremendously grown uh it, it's been fun to watch seeing just now that we've seen some other girls some other programs and our own girls just the strides they make year over year or just tournament to tournament uh it, it's really fun it's it's been a huge success it's absolutely eye-opening
1: and now as we flip things back over to the boys here they finished up the regular season just to give us the recap where they go and how things work out
4: uh so well i was. i would well, coach uh, Ben Henley and I were in Bemidji with the girls, uh, our sister coach, Brian Brock and uh, some wonderful dads volunteered to take the boys all the way up to Rozo uh, for a triangular between Rozo and Rock Ridge. And that was our final uh, regular season event. And the, the boys wrestled lights out. They went 2-0. Um, Rozo is, uh, is a very solid team. And Rock Ridge is a double A school and they only had two losses on the season and uh, we gave them their third loss.
1: And, you know, with that me and like you said, giving the team a, a, a third loss, a just how does that feel kind of in that building momentum towards the end of the season? What was working well for them?
4: Um, I think finally being at full strength for that last event was outstanding. We haven't been at full strength probably the whole season. Uh, we've always had a kid missing or out for various reasons. Um, and even going into the team section tournament, uh, this weekend we are gonna be short. A lot of kids being the flu bug is hit the school.
1: Yeah, and now is uh, you know, as you get ready for that section tournament uh coming up here uh on Friday and as we record this Friday morning, uh just what's kind of going through your mind as a coach, getting ready for your team and just kind of preparing for uh, a big day of wrestling.
4: You know, um we wrestle West Central area Ashby, Brandon Evansville and their state returning state um team, qualifying team and place winning team. And they're obviously very good. Um, you know, I just want our guys just to end their season as strong as they possibly can. Um, you know, mainly go out there, wrestle for your seniors. Uh, you know, this will be their last event and last team event. And just wrestle hard for them and just, you know, don't don't give in because we are, we can be super competitive. We proved it um, up in Roso when we wrestled Roso and Rock Ridge. And I think you know, they just got to kind of believe it and just see it through the end.
1: You know, and especially with Wadena Deer Creek getting the opportunity to host, uh, just how important is that? And to kind of talk about the extra layer it adds to uh, to tonight.
4: You know, it's kind of fun to wrestle in your home gym back to back Fridays for team and individual. Um, you know, on the back side of things, there's always a lot of work. Um, you know, a lot of credit to our custodial staff at the school for helping with things. A lot of parent volunteers working concession stands. Um, you know, I gotta give a shout out to all, all the table workers that help. You know, it, it takes an absolute army. Um, I don't have enough time to list off the 30 people that are all, all helping us behind the scenes work, but it's it's very uh, very fun, um, and but it but it's all due to a lot of people volunteering.
1: Yeah, exactly, and, you know, with uh, just getting to, like you talked about, all those people kind of going in, helping out, and it really just gets to showcase kind of uh, uh, how good of a facility uh, hosting that Wadena Deer Creek can be, especially for uh, big wrestling events like the ones we're talking about.
4: Yeah, exactly. A lot of other programs really respect our setup and how we run things, which is always kind of a feather in your cap.
1: And one other note uh, that's kind of happened since we last – uh, spoke here, Coach. Is uh, WakeShy getting his fiftieth career win? Just talk about the work that uh, he's put in to, to get to that point.
4: Yeah, that was a great milestone for Matthew to to hit. Um, you know, I mean, it, it was it's good that he he got that because he you know I missed a lot of matches early on in this season. Uh, he missed a lot of matches his sophomore season. Um, you know, and it just kind of proves that he is he is capable um, when he's around to compete.
1: And, Coach, as we uh, wrap things up in our discussion today, just one last thing. When you get into that team uh, uh, meet and getting ready and preparing uh, for that, just you already mentioned it a little bit, but just what's your expectations uh, for the team going in? And when you, uh, when you guys end up leaving that section tournament, what's it going to take for you to go? I'm really impressed with our, uh, how things turned out.
4: You know, well, we wrestled West Central um, earlier in the season, so just kind of looking at how we performed last time, You know, uh, maybe we lost the match by two points. Maybe we can flip that match or maybe we got pinned. Uh, Maybe we can close that and just lose by a decision. So, you know, just kind of going through the list and seeing how each kid can find one thing to improve on. um, I think that would be that would be a win right there.
1: We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Willem ahead of the boys getting ready for the team section matchups. And, uh, Coach, best of luck, and we look forward to talking with you next week as we get ready for individuals, too. All right, sounds good. When we return on Wolverines Weekly, we'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Robbie Grendahl and finish up with our Wolverine player spotlight, Montana Karsten. That's coming up next, Wolverines Weekly.
0: You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD.
1: Up next on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Robbie Grendahl and coach with regular season winding down. Just to give us an update on what's happened the last week with your team.
5: Yeah, so starting uh, February 9th, we won a, won a couple of games. One against Kitson County and one against Redwood Valley. Both of those were home games, so those uh, they were back-to-back games. Those had uh, good uh, good process, good outcome. And then Tuesday night, we traveled to Wilmer and had a good old uh, fashioned barn burner there. We ended up uh, jumping out in front one zero. Scored with fourteen point six seconds left in the first period. We went into the locker room up two to zero. Second period ended the same way. We were up two zero. Five minutes left in the game. We were ahead two to one. We took a took a penalty um, coming out of the out of his zone. And Wilmer scored about 30 seconds into that to tie it. We went to overtime, and we lost, uh, lost a pretty important game and a heartbreaker with about two minutes left in overtime. But, um, you know, we skated nine, nine to ten guys in that game. Of course, they had a full bench, but um, it, was, it was a really, really good learning experience for the boys. Had a, you know, very much a playoff flavor to it. Um, it did, unfortunately, have some playoff implications.
1: Yeah, and you know, as you guys get ready for that uh, final game of the regular season, uh, have it on Friday night, uh, the sixteenth, and for people listening on Saturday morning, for you guys to have a good game and for you to come out feeling like your team had a good night, what things need to happen?
5: Well, we yeah, we played tonight tonight at six o'clock. Um, we're this is Red Lake Falls, so this is a team that um, that game got a little bit away from us in the in the beginning of the year. So we're gonna have to have uh, all all of our guys functioning on all cylinders and, and when everyone is doing their part collectively, that's when we're at our best. So that's what's gonna have to happen tonight.
1: You know, you mentioned it a little bit earlier that good process, good outcome, and obviously, you know, it's something that sounds cliche, but it's very important. And what does a good process oh, definitely. look like to you?
5: Yeah, so the well the the process really to simplify it looks like um you know constant motion moving your feet when you're when you're on two feet you're you're not going so we we have a little saying if you're if you're not making tracks you're not moving so when when that part of the process clicks and it's got to be all all five guys all six guys moving if if we get caught standing around that's um a it's contagious and b it it rarely ever has a good outcome
1: And, you know, it's it's uh, hard, especially with high school kids and especially with, you know, just the numbers you guys have this year. But, you know, how important has it been just preaching to those kids, hey, just do these things and more often than not, it's going to lead to a good outcome. How important is it to, to preach it to those kids and, and how have they responded?
5: Oh, I think it's paramount, especially today. You know, they're inundated with messaging on social media about shortcuts, easy paths. You know, you, you you can have everything you want if you just take this little shortcut, but in, in real life and what we do, whether you're showing up to work every day or, or whatever, it's the, you can make an entire pie out of crumbs. It's the little things and doing the very simple, fundamental tasks and doing those consistently and well that really makes a big difference in the outcome.
1: You know, and as you guys get ready for the end of the regular season and you get ready for postseason, you know, you mentioned those postseason implications. Uh, just, I know that there's still a few things that need to happen before everything is fully seeded. But do you guys kind of have an idea of where you're going to go or who you're going to play?
5: Well, we're. I'm actually right when you called. I'm. I'm doing that right now. I'm sending in. So we're we're voting this morning um, on the seeds and so we'll we'll know more i i can tell you this for certain we'll be playing on tuesday night um who who that's going to be i'm not certain yet it it looks like probably the strongest possibility is it would be against the two seed so we'll have to wait and see how the how the votes tabulate here this morning and i would imagine by late afternoon we'll probably have those results
1: and you know as you get ready for that final uh, home game of the season and you know playoff implication like we talked about you know it doesn't mean much but it is for pride and is one last game for the seniors on their home ice just uh, what's the message to your kids going into that final game of the season
5: Sure so we we addressed that last night we had a lot of uh, a lot of things situational things in in practice especially getting down uh, deep and late in the game late in periods clock management what things are going to look like you know it's a different animal when you get into into playoffs intensity all the marbles on the line and t- kind of the message at the end of practice when we got in the room was especially for the seniors once once that sweater comes off for your last game you don't you don't get it back so we really emphasizing making the absolute most of the few opportunities that you have left, whether that's going to be one playoff game, two playoff games, whatever it might be. Every every single shift, every single minute has to count in leaving. You know, this isn't the time to leave the tank half full.
1: We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Head Boys Hockey Coach Robbie Grendahl. Coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck. And hopefully we are talking about a playoff win next week.
5: Yeah, we're looking forward to it.
1: Whether it's talking about section team wrestling or talking about uh, section hockey, that's playoffs are coming up next week for them. Uh, It's crazy. Once you get to mid-February, everything really, really starts to ramp up with that winter sports postseason picture. We're going to ramp up Wolverines Weekly, and we're going to do that by talking with our Wolverine Player Spotlight. Time again for our Wolverine Player Spotlight, and this week we're putting the focus on Montana Karsten, a junior on the girls' basketball team. Montana, how's your season been going so far?
6: Pretty good. We've got a pretty good season. We just had a pretty good winning streak, but we've really been connecting lately, and it's been going good.
1: Montana, when you end up uh, on a hot streak beyond the arc, it feels like you just can't miss all game long. What goes through your mind when you end up taking a shot behind the arc?
6: I think once I get like one or two, I just get really confident and just mm, shoot it.
1: What are your goals uh, for yourself for the rest of the season and for your team?
6: Just keep up defense and keep shooting.
1: What are some of the other activities you're involved in at Wadena Deer Creek?
6: I'm in volleyball, softball, NHS, and student council.
1: What's your favorite class?
6: I would say quilting.
1: And who's your favorite teacher?
6: I would say Mrs. Becker.
1: What's your favorite movie?
6: Um, I would say Moana.
1: What's your favorite breakfast?
6: Probably a bagel with strawberry cream cheese.
1: If you could live any place in the United States, where would it be?
6: Probably New York. I just like the city and during the Christmas time. Would you say you're a morning person or a night person? I would say night person.
1: What's your favorite candy?
6: Um, Kit Kats.
1: Least favorite candy?
6: Rock candy.
1: Who's your favorite athlete? Uh, could be somebody local, could be a professional, uh, some athlete who you really admire or look up to.
6: My sister, Madison. I just look up to her and how she plays and how hard she works. If you could spend a day
1: with a celebrity, which celebrity would it be?
6: I would say Taylor Swift, so she
1: could sing. Our Wolverine player's spotlight for the week, Montana Karsten, a junior on the girls' basketball team. Hey, Montana, thanks for the time. Congratulations, and best of luck the rest of the season.
0: Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to WadenaRadio.com.